Yes, sir. Welcome back to Football Talk, as always. We're with the gang. I'm Simba, your host for today, joined by my two accomplices in Tawanda, TK, and Mr. Edmund Hillary, the new member of the FT family. So, yeah, and we're joined by two guests with the our returning guest and Mr. Dan Ali. Of course, he's come back because yeah, his team has been asked this this whole season. So yeah, uh, we get why he come back. So um, yeah, and we've got a, a new guest and one of my good friends. Uh, I call him Sir Winters because he's always got the cold touch, the coldest man I know in the game. So um, but yes, Ryan sir. today. So yeah, first things first. Um, how how are you guys doing? Hope you guys are well. Oh, you're supposed to start speaking at the same time because the question really sounded open-ended to it. I mean, yeah, we can do it open. We can do it open. I, I forgot to address. So, but yeah, of course, since you, yeah, you can, you can go for it. But how are you doing? How's everything going? And I'm doing, doing good, doing good, man. Thank you for having me here on FT Talks. Definitely wanted to get on this one, man. Hey, if, if, I, if I told you guys what this guy told me I had to do to get on the show. This guy told me I had to get a license to get on the show, bro. Jeez. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> imagine. But you know what the problem with Dickie? It's easy for him to trash talk people who don't have driving license because when he came, when he turned 16. <laughs> I know where he's going. <laughs> Mandem didn't even have motor vehicles. <laughs> Yeah, I was on the carriage, bro. Won <laughs> <laughs> the carriage, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's the horses in the back. Yeah, no, horse nice. Wow. Violation. Man's was stuck in them Western days, dude. <laughs> Western road flows, man. But, um, yeah, uh, it's good to hear that you're good. Uh, Dan, how are you, my guy? How's everything been going and um, time that we haven't met? You know. I'm good, bro. I'm good. It's good to be back. Um, it's been a while. Um, obviously, it's been a tricky season, so the man's has been quiet, but now nah, it's good. I'm, I'm good to be back. I'm glad to be back. Um, and yeah, I'm doing good, bro. Yeah, awesome, awesome. It's, it's always good to, to see you guys here. Yeah, always lovely to have you guys on the show, as always. The two accomplices, my guys. How are you guys doing, Mr. Edmund Hillary? Bro, I'm okay, man. I'm just here to see what kind of nonsense we're going to be spewing out today. But I'm good. I'm happy to be here, as usual. I feel that, bro. I feel that. And Mr. Bad. Uh, it's been bittersweet for me, bro. Like, this week, in this week, I have loved football and almost said I'm never watching football again. Like this, this past week, like has been crazy. But yeah, um, that's what that's the reason why we watch the sport. So yeah, I, I guess it's been a great week for football and this last week as well. I feel that fair today. Now wearing your Atletico jersey, yeah. Huh? I wonder why. What's going on? Nah, but I've, I've got the boys in the background. They like listen. Suarez is carrying us. When I don't wear the jersey, he wears it for me, dog. It's it's, it's a standard thing. Nah, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that. We see you, bro. But nah, it's good. Everyone is good. Everyone is doing amazing. And that's awesome to hear, guys. Um, just for the, the listeners, really, today we're just going to be doing a brief topic, topic discussion on 
should athletes be role models? And just to start off, just an open question. Anyone can take this. Do you guys, since we're talking about athletes, um, it can be football, it can be basketball, you name it. Do you, is there someone that you guys look up to? Because I know everyone here has played a sport, really. And is there one person that you've always looked up to and said, well, yeah, I want to model my game as this guy, you know? Um, on a football perspective, for me, it's always been, it's always been Frank Lampard. Okay, that's a lie. Initially, it was John Terry because I played defense um, in primary school. But then, you know, like as I got more into football, started playing more, I was, yeah, I really started looking at the way Frank Lampard played, the way he handled himself on and off the pitch. And I thought that was really exemplary uh, for a football player to be doing something like that. And yeah. That's that was my role model. That is my role model on a football perspective on the pitch. He's, yeah, class act. Yeah, that I feel that. Um, Dan Moore, who's your guy? I can see you've got Trent in your background, but I know growing up he wasn't your role model because yeah, he wasn't at the time. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't around yet. Yeah, um, probably similar to Toronto, like the the boy Gerard. Um, just the the. The quality of football, the way he trained, um, the leadership characteristics, like the way he led a team for so long um, at a high level and literally dragged them to winning a few trophies um, and major trophies. So, yeah, um, definitely someone that I look up to. I feel that for Mr. Stevie G, also doing a madness in Scotland. So, man, shout out to him. Shout out, big shout out. Mr. Edmund Hillary. I'm going to be calling Edmund Hillary for the whole episode. So, um, Ooh, I can see you've got KDB there, so I'm assuming that KDB is a guy. Let me that... talk. Yeah, Mister. Let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, KDB wasn't playing when I was growing up. Um, but definitely, you know, Dan and I usually agree on a lot of things. But favorite players is somewhere where we don't necessarily intersect. Uh, my favorite player growing up was obviously Iniesta. Um, besides the fact that he actually adds a league title to his name. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for that. As soon as I said Jared, I saw that come. Rah, yeah, man. But like Iniesta is just obviously I was never as good as Dickie and Tawanda and Dan at football growing up. So I could I never really had like a role model to model my game because I wasn't really in the teams. But my favorite player was always Iniesta. So I just enjoyed watching him, you know, the way that he could influence a game. Definitely Iniesta. Feel that, bro, and Mr. Mr. Winners, Mr. Striker, of course, probably your model must have been a gunman. So, what you say? Definitely, then? definitely. I think um, there were a lot of gunmen that I was uh, always just like trying to model myself after. I think almost like every striker at United, but I think the one that really, yeah, really resonated with me was like uh, Robin Van Persie. You know, I I I just like the fact that you know every single time you like went into a game, everyone was like expecting him to like uh, to like score a goal, and you just carry that and like do it. You know, he banged three, banged two on days that you needed him to do it. So I think going forward with like just playing soccer, I just you know wanted to be that guy, you know, who delivers when the team expects him to do so. So definitely, Robin Van Persie was a big one for me. Yeah, feel that, feel that. Um, one of my favorite strikers of all time. But yeah, I, I hear everyone. I hear that everyone. I think for me, 
uh, I'm probably going to get grilled for this, so I, I'm already expecting the heat. But even back in the day when I used to play footy in primary school, I was a keeper. But then I still looked um, at people like Iniesta, like what Tina said, Iniesta, Lampard. But the person I really look up to the most and someone who played a big influence in my like career and stuff or someone I looked up to was uh, Perlo. Um, I just liked how he played, how he handled himself. He was just like the coolest person um, on the pitch. So yeah, um, that, that's just for me, basically. But yeah, it's, it's good to hear that. Yeah, yeah, we started off on a good, on a positive note, but let's get into this now. Like, of course, um, everyone, these guys are in positions of power and they are at the top of the game, most of them. And with this, it comes bigger responsibilities, you know, as with everything else. And this responsibility is the title role model. Of course, someone that you look up to, as we said, someone that you model um, your game around, if it's a sport or just anything in general. But now it's a question is, do you guys think that these guys, in a way, are responsible of how they handle themselves or how they're supposed to be looked at by the public? Because at times I feel like, of course, um, they're, they're in this in this position of power, but then they don't ask to be um, role, people's role models. They don't ask you to, to set out an example for the next guy. They just want to do their job. So do you guys think that they, they should be in these positions? Do you think that they should be given these titles um, just freely like that? Again, um, this one is free. It's an open question. Whoever wants to take it on can, can head for it. I mean, I think, yeah, um, they should be or consider themselves role models just because um, when, you, when you become a football player and you push to reach the grade levels, like, you know, from a young stage, like, obviously all of us just talked about how we looked up to these guys um, and all of them, all of the people that we looked up to had a, an amazing mentality, professionalism, um, work ethic, everything that they did. That's why we looked up to them. And I think as you aspire to be um, great and as you, want to get to the, the highest levels, you have to have that in mind that, okay, phones are going to be looking at you. Like once you become a professional, like your life is on a platform um, and you have to like be accountable to what comes with it. Like you look at um, Foden and Greenwood, like the, the things they did and um, the story there, it was a bit of an orcs one, but like um, phones were then like giving a stick and I think Greenwood got dropped for a bit. And like, those are things you just have to know that your life is on a platform. So, you have to, part of being a professional is being a professional in all areas of life, I guess. I feel that, I feel that. Tino, you want to jump in? Yeah, I, I agree with Dan. It's like, I believe that every celebrity, every athlete, professional athlete, they are entitled to their privacy as every human being should. Whether they get it or not, that's another story. But I think everyone's entitled to their own privacy. But, you know, you're not exempt from criticism because when we're all growing up and we look at like Rooney, Ronaldo, Cristiano, Messi, all these guys, we say we want to be like them, we want to be great, but you can't be great in any field of work without giving back to that field of work. You know, greatness is not just like take, you also have to give something back. And I think that's something that's important is that when you reach a certain level, because all these eyes are on you and because 
you get to live this sort of privileged life that you know greatness sort of like rewards you with you you have to give something back and sometimes that is in how you sort of model yourself whether or not people should like always like worship people like idols and all that stuff that's a different story but i think that you have a certain responsibility once you are sort of in that limelight yeah i agree with what the boys are saying like um someone told me that like um when you're a footballer i'm just gonna like stick on stick on uh the foot the football role models it's just like when you're when you're getting your sums when you're getting your salaries when you're getting paid you're not getting paid for playing football it's your passion you don't need to get paid for that but i think what you are getting paid for is you know like the stuff around um because like if you especially like if you're a premier league level serie a level player you are going to come across criticism. It doesn't matter whether you play for, whether you're Patrick Bamford playing for Leeds or you're Harry Kane playing for Spurs or you're Salah playing for Liverpool, you know, it's, you're going to get criticism. And I think in order for you to like, you know, the, the money is showing you like what level of criticism that you're about to get to. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, Ryan, you are, you are now add on. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I think what we were saying is is, is, is is facts, man. I think, you know, for all professional athletes, I mean, I think for better or worse, they are role models. I think it just simply comes with the territory. Um, because I don't, I don't know, maybe it's because these guys, you know, maybe they're larger than life, you know, uh, closer to superheroes than, like, most <laughs> human beings. And kids look up to these guys, bro. And, like, um, I think one question we should ask ourselves is, you know, is, is, that, is that a good thing? Um, in some cases, I think I think it is because these guys have reached the pinnacle of their sports and their respective sports that they play, and I that takes like hard work, long life, determination, and like those characteristics should be emulated by like people who are aspiring to become you know professional athletes. But I think um, with the way social media has now grown to be as big as it is now, I think it's in a, what you call probably a toxic relationship with like sports. <laughs> Now everything that you know professional athletes do is 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 un- perpetually like now underneath like a microscope, and like everything they do is scrutinized, man. These they like so many examples I could literally come up with, man. And um, it's 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 a tricky one sometimes, but uh, obviously everyone is entitled to their own free will to do whatever they want, but you know society will punish you for <laughs> not following. Well, you know, maybe some the standards or regulations that they've set for like people, you know, for these sporting athletes, man. So I think it just generally just comes with the territory. Definitely hear that, bro. And I agree 100%. Facts. Dan, did you want to say something? Yeah, just to just to add on, I guess, like, I think, like what Tino said, like, everyone's entitled to their own privacy and their own right to do things. But I think like with everyone, it has to remain in private. Like the, the things that you do, like in society, you have to live up to a certain standard. Like you can't just go around and do stuff. And even more if you're a celebrity or a professional because you're living on a on a stage where everyone can see you. And like like you said, the thing is everyone is open to, script, uh, to scrutiny or criticism. But like the thing is when you're a professional sportsman, people see it. So like when you get criticism at like a lower level the whole world doesn't know but the people who have criticized you know 
But whereas now when you're on a massive stage, like everyone can see. And like, if you take it away from cricket, I mean, away from football to like cricket, for example, like you look at some amazing role models, like people like A.B. de Villiers and like Virat Kohli and the way like they are role models off the field as well. Um, like, and you compare them to other people who've messed up like the, the David Warners and them and like the way they handled themselves, the mistakes they made. It was on a platform the world saw they got suspended. Whereas you look at like Virat Kohli where he's offered a sponsorship deal for way more money for, by Pepsi. But he knew that if he started drinking lots of Pepsi, the whole of India would gaff and start drinking Pepsi. And he's like, no, I want them to live healthy. So I'm not going to take the deal. So things like that, you just gaff the like the owners um, being a role model because he's realized that he has that responsibility to lead and to inspire people and he wants to inspire them in the right way. So, yeah. And I definitely agree with that, especially the examples you give, you know, I think uh, I liked what, uh, something that Ryan brought up, which is everything that you do is in the spotlight. And it was actually the next thing I was actually about to speak about. And that what then happens now, of course, you look at these guys as superheroes. These guys, they've made it through the trenches. They've come out of the hood and now they're on this top level. They're shining. And we all like, wow, I want to be like this guy. Well, I want to be that guy. What happens now? Sorry. I'm just remembering now that even Tino, when he did a live stream, he brought up the, the question. I'm not going to say the question because, yeah, um, Twitter has been a madness this week. So I don't want to be charged or sued 500 day or whatnot or, or nothing because, yeah, I'm not at that level yet. So, um, yeah, what happens now with these athletes? They're always under the microscope. They're always under the flashing lights. What then happens if, for example, they go and they they take drugs or they, yeah, they, they take drugs, they involved in a scandal and all of that. And people decide, wow, these are the guys we looked up to. How are they doing that? Because often I find that sometimes people look at these guys and like, Surely they can't do that, so they'll just scrub it aside. It doesn't matter. But then you get that other side, but hang on a minute. People should be calling out you guys, you know, because you guys can't just, because you've got the title of um, a famous sportsman, a celebrity, you can't just get away scots-free. So I'll ask you guys, what then happens in that situation, especially for like the youngins who look up to these guys as the superheroes? How do you think it influences them and how they perceive these guys? Yeah, Dan? So yeah, I, I think just it's important like to understand that in the world, people will always remember the bad things or the scandals more than they'll remember all the good things. Like that's just the way the world is. So like you look at like cycling is a good example. Lance Armstrong, like the man, like he was he inspired thousands of people to get involved in cycling because of the the level that he reached and the amount of titles that he won in the Tour de France and in other tours. And like he really inspired thousands of people to sign up to like pursue cycling as a career but if you say the name Lance Armstrong people won't remember that all they'll remember was that he took drugs and he got suspended and his titles got stripped so it's just like as a as an athlete you need to understand that when you get to that level like you need to conduct yourself in a way that 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 holds up that your character holds up because people will question you um people will remember the bad things more than they'll remember all the good things um in general like in general that's the that's the thing so like even Klopp and Mane um, I think and saw the incident where they had like beef on the field or something and like Klopp like the whole world just blew it up like these ones have beef what's going on 
my name is Bleak Bleak. And then Klopp was just like, no, I remember the good times. And I remember like the thousand times he showed respect. But people will always pick out that one time he showed disrespect and highlight on it. And yeah, so it's just, yeah, owns always remember the bad things. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get, I 100% agree with that as well, bro. Tawanda, you want to spit some facts? I got my microphone. Yeah, um, just to continue on what Dan said, like, yeah, people genuinely remember your worst actions, especially if you do it, um, thing, if you, especially if you do it at a high scale. I'm going to bring up a name that most, uh, most of y'all probably forgot, but Nikola Kalinic. I don't know if you guys remember that guy, but yeah, in 2018, he refused to go play for Croatia against Nigeria because, like, he was like, I'm not playing against black people. And ever since then, his career went down the drain. Like, I think Milan let him go. He was, he's, he was just, he's been bouncing from club to club. And he's now just like, they're struggling and say, ah, oh, if I remember right, he's, I think he's at Verona now. And, you know, this is someone who's not like old or anything. He was literally on the way up. He was, he had the same trajectory path as someone like Ribbage, you know? And just because of that one thing he did, refusing to come off the bench because he was playing against Nigeria. Like, people haven't forgotten that. People will never forget, like, as soon as you do something like that. Because, like we've been pointing out, you, this is a World Cup. Everyone's watching. This is like the highest level of football. And you are out here doing stuff like that people will never forget that stuff and yeah that just shows how much you not only have to be on your toes because if you say like you're on your toes you have to it, it makes you look like you you have to be careful in everything that you say you just have to be doing the right thing and that's it's it's not as tough as the ask as people make it seem to be honest like yes we slip up from once uh, once in a while but doing the right thing is like the intentions are always like easy to go to go and do well not easy but very you can follow through with that again um i do agree with that uh ryan you you, you want to add your thoughts in there bro yeah yeah man definitely like what uh dan and um tawanda saying like the literally people are waiting for these 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 big guys to slip up you know news sells dude news sells about you know um i think they saw more papers about you know it, it sells more papers about balotelli you know lighting up his entire bathroom than him giving away you know <laughs> some like socks during winter or something dude i think it just it just sells, it, i think <laughs> crazy dude i mean I, in the end they got him doing a, a campaign about lighting fireworks safely I, I think they did that like later on but you know the, like the fans are literally like waiting for these athletes to like slip up, man. And I think it um it also it also you know once like these athletes like uh under pressure to like slip, they will. I mean, I think that's what's um, so these guys definitely should be treading carefully, man. But it's uh sheesh, it's 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 it's, it's in some ways unfair to the athletes as well. But um, they, I think you just have to take responsibility and of the position that you're in. But definitely what these guys are saying that, yo, any mistake, these guys, <laughs> they're, they're waiting for these guys to slip up, man. It's, it's, it's rough. And it's sad, really, because, like, what you're saying, bro, 
people always wait for someone to slip up when someone is in, is in a, such a high position they're always waiting for your downfall they what's the saying the saying goes that um i forgot the saying i really did someone can remind me if, if you guys know what i want it's something about downfall in a sense but it's it's so sad that we've come to this situation this society like anyone who's made it to the top they really want to see you fall and break and I think this, I want to ask you guys a question again. Do you think this now contributes to like how most of these guys end up deactivating their social media comments or some of them just don't post essentially because they're like, okay, I'm out here putting my level best for the team or doing that, but I'm just getting scrutinized. Like whatever I do, people are just going to be on my back on my case. And we've seen often, especially this season, and many players have disabled their comments because of such abuse, you know. So, um, Dan, you wanna you wanna add your your two cents in? Yeah, I think to an extent, it's like there's there's a there's a line between um, scrutiny or um, people talking about it, and well, there's a line between criticism and just being ridiculous. Because like I feel like to an extent, if you are a coach, like if if a player is playing badly. Um, then the coach obviously knows. It's not like the coach doesn't know. It's not like the player doesn't know. It's not like the, the people know. Um, but then players, people go out of their way to let out their frustration and just start giving their own, like making their own feel it to an unnecessary point. So I think like there's a line between criticism for being a bad role model and criticism for poor performance. Because like obviously people are human. They go through ups, they go through downs. Like uh, uh, it's very rare to see someone and yes, they're like a goat to be at the same level of consistency throughout their entire career. Obviously, they're going to have ups and downs. So I think in terms of media, we just need to get to a point where we can understand that like these ones are also humans. They have their families, they have their feelings. Um, and I think that's something we forget that like a professional has feelings. So like obviously, they're going to be emotional about the game. And then they just want to post something like a picture of their family. Then ones will come out blasting them. Who do you think you are? What are you doing? Go train. Like These ones have a life. They have other things they do outside of football as well. And I think people just need to get an understanding of that, that there's there's a line between um, fake criticism and just being ridiculous. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. I also, again, I'm sounding like a broken record right now, but I, I agree with that as well. I think, yeah, there's a fine line between scrutinizing, given constructive criticism and really scrutinizing someone, you know. And, you know, yeah, he's been gathering his thoughts in the corner there or what have you been thinking about bro just imagine right let's say you're a businessman you're a telemarketer you're an accountant you have a poor performance at work you go home you go on twitter then you post a picture or instagram you post a picture of your dinner and nook's now saying ah dude you didn't fill out my invoice properly but now you're just like chilling at home (laughs) that's basically what people subject athletes to and when you break it down to to that simplest form it's madness because i think people forget that because and this is why i wanted to ask you know dickie the other day if you know fanaticism is unhealthy and tribalistic because to a supporter right football might be your everything but to a player they might love football but it's their profession as well you know, they have families, they have other things outside football. And then 
people don't just don't know how to compartmentalize. They don't know that, okay, this is football stuff. We keep it in football. You don't need to encroach on people's privacy and their private lives and now just, you know, abuse them on online. And I think a lot of sports fans, not just football fans, are very ignorant because they, they just can't seem to draw that line. 100% bro. I okay, I Tawanda. Michael's off again. Um sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but yeah. Too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Business is you, you know what? You, you leave me alone. But wait, oh, oh, <laughs> what was I saying? But like yeah, what Tito was saying is that like it's complete facts because I remember this was like two to three years ago where someone was saying that like, you know, the criticism that football players get is unfair. And someone said, like, imagine, imagine uh, Jamie Vardy at Tesco's telling the, telling the cashier to hurry up. Like, imagine, and you know, like how Jamie Vardy is already on the pitch. Imagine having that, like, you know, like in a supermarket type of thing. And it's like, yeah, it would it would really be unfair, and that's exactly what football players go through all the time. And I feel like now, especially now in these modern times of social media, like it's been people have been very reactional, very fickle with their responses. I feel that, like, let's just say ten years ago, or even way earlier than that. Let's just say, like, putting a general timeline to it. Let's say when Rio Ferdinand was still playing for West Ham. Like, during those times, you saw that fans had passion for football. You saw that, you know, like, people are aggressive with their passion. But I don't think the amount of violence or, you know, like, verbal abuse or physical abuse that the players got was as great as it is now. Like, um, the example that I'll give... It's like Reese James had one bad game earlier in the season and he was subjected to racism to the point where, you know, his account was temporarily disabled. And you're thinking, this was just one bad game. Like, everyone has a bad game. There's no, like, for example, if you taking the Premier League 38 games in a season, there's no player that's going to have 38 great games, you know? There's obviously going to be a bad game here and there and man was already subject to racism. It's, yeah, we're in a very fickle and abusive time in terms of social media. Yeah, but I think uh, we'll just I'll get to Dan just now. I think like, I I really like what Tanda said. Like in this situation, this in period of time, with everyone is like so reactionary and is everyone so fickle. And I feel like again, sometimes you know, it's people react out of emotion, which is understandable. But then I think some people do take it a bit too far i mean we we're all football fans here or even just sports fans and of course people do get upset when their team loses but then i think it goes down sometimes it goes to the extreme and where you get idiots who go to like nah you know what let me go into someone's dms and send them monkey faces or just abuse them or even if you're on twitter you tag the person literally and i'm just like sometimes you know instead of us we are fans. We love the game more than... Okay, we love the game as well. They can also love the game. We don't know. As Tino said, he brought up a great point. Like Some of these guys just play because, as I said, football is a business. It's a business to them. They just play because it's a way of making money. 
So they may not see it as a, as a fan thing. Some of them may do, some of them may not. But, you know, we as the fans, our duty is to really support these guys. You know, of course, someone can have a bad game. It happens. Someone can't have, again, 38 consecutive great games. They can't. But it's our duty as the fans to go out there and really support our team. If someone's not playing well, instead of bashing them, we, the people, should send them, come on, bro. Pull up your socks like a like a proper person. Pull up your socks and let's get on with it. Let's go. Give them that positive energy. Because if we continuously give them negative energy, of course they're going to be down bad. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to them, as I said before, turning off the comments. Dan, you wanted to say something? Yeah. Um, before I get into that, just to add on to what you said, like I think that's facts that as football players, like, as, as all of us who have played sports before, you know that when you've had a bad game, things have gone wrong. Like being bashed for it did not help you at all. But having that coach to get alongside you or those people to get alongside you, just be like, hey, dude, it's, it happened. Get over it. Pull up your socks. You know what you did wrong. Um, and let's get on with it. Let's let's step up. Let's, there's another game. Let's, let's improve. And I think that's what fans are supposed to do. They're supposed to be there to support. Like fans literally are there to support the team. So um, I think I heard a quote, if you're not going to, um, what's it? If you're not going to support us when we lose, then don't support us when we win. Like, if you're not going to be there to support the owners, to support the team when they're struggling, then don't bother being there when they're winning because then you're just a cloud chaser. Um, and I think that's what um, others need to understand. And then, just on what um, Twanda was saying, I think like social media is also like a really messed up thing where people these days like they think that they're safe behind the screen and they can just say whatever they want without realizing that it's actually affecting a real person on the other side. Um, and I just think it's it's sad. Like like 10 years ago, like 15 years ago, whenever it was, like we would, we would grow up watching soccer, I remember, and we'd come to school, we'd laugh about it. Um, your team loses, you get roasted, tough times, you move on. But like there was no like abusing the players. We were just like, we'd still support the team, you still go forwards. And I just think social media has really been a damaging thing to players to an extent. Like it's an amazing thing, but when used in that way, it's just, it's sad sometimes yeah again i agree with that as well ryan you've been gathering your thoughts as well ready to spit some facts bro what you got yeah man yeah man um you know it's it's it's, it's really rough with these professional athletes man because i'm i know for a fact you know there there are some fans out there that are putting in like positive comments you know maybe after a bad game they in their conversation maybe they you know you throw, uh, maybe, uh, well done, maybe next game or something, you know. But there's something about, like, negative comments that just, like, stick. And I think for athletes, I think, you know, they, I think, you know, they're just not, maybe not prepared for it as well. Um, and it's, 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 it's uh, these, I think athletes just, um, I don't know if you can, like, train someone of how to, like, handle this type of stuff. I, I don't know, but... It's 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 really rough, man. If you think about it, like, try put yourself in in their shoes, man. Like, every single every single little thing is 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 really scrutinized, man. And social media, is, like, in an actual sense, just puts a microscope over these little things, man. And it's it's like athletes, as soon as they get on their piss, they're playing a losing game, and they're like literally fighting for your life. You're not just playing for your team or playing for the win anymore. You're playing just a also be in the good books of like fans and not to get death death threats and all this type of stuff man it's it's it's, it's really rough it's really rough 
and yeah it's a sad reality we live in right now i think as agree with what both ryan and dan said like what everyone has said and i feel like you know most of these guys again they're behind the screen so they probably think that if i say something to um, player a uh, it's not gonna really affect them it's not gonna do anything but at the end of the day all these guys are human they're like us they're just doing this to to entertain us to please us as well but then we aren't giving that them the same energy back so it's really sad like how social media of course again social media there's some good parts of it and there's some negatives but i think at this point in time really the negatives outweigh the uh, the positives but just to round up um i just want to get you guys like just a thought like if you're in these guys shoes if you're an athlete you're a basketball player football player whatever the case may be you are in this position would you want to be perceived as someone that a younger person can look up to would you want them saying i want to be like tawanda because abc i want to be like dan because abc would you guys want to be put on that would you want would you guys want to be put on that pedestal that people can look at you and say this is the guy that yes we want as a, as our guy again i'll throw this one at tawanda Good thing I'd already raised my hand. Um, oh, but yeah, <laughs> synchronized swimmers thing, bro. Telling you. I respect that. I respect that. But yeah, um, I think I'll I'll uh, want people to you know look at me and say, okay, I want to be like Tawanda when I grow up. Um, and I think it's be- simply because of like the path taken to become an uh, to become like uh, let's say football for example like a po- the part to be taken to be a footballer not only a footballer because you know you can be like i want to be a footballer then spend your days in league two like for you to end up like making the prim right it's not only talent but it's like you know so much has gone in your way the opportunities have come right uh public relations your agent has done you good you know people have seen you and yeah like that kind of level that it's only the sign of someone who's done like who's taken the right steps in life like sometimes you could get lucky true but once you're in that position the only way is up you know like you pin that five-year contract as a youth like 19 and your five years you sign like at even brighton you know it's something big especially from like wherever you're coming from because you know it's a big step towards your career and you want to celebrate that and you know like you being a role model like it may sound like you know a selfish decision but it's actually selfless because you know you're saying that i want people to be on the same level as me well that's that's how i understand that's how i understand being a role model it's like yeah, like not only are you saying that, okay, um, you're looking up to these guys, but I think that's only half the job. The other half is saying like, how are you going to get these guys to your level or how are they going to be as productive? Because you can't all be football players. How are you going to be as productive in your life? And that's how I interpret being a role model. So yeah, definitely I'd want to be like that. I'll definitely want to be an example. Again, yes. Um, I like that answer. I do. I do. Ryan, what are we saying, bro? Um, 
I'll, I'll definitely want to be a role model if I know that deep down I'm, um, you know, you know, portraying, you know, maybe good characteristics uh, on and off the pitch as well. But you know, if I'm if I'm not trying to, you know, be if I'm doing like the exact opposite when I'm off the field and I'm just doing my own thing because you know, I just am who I am. I I probably wouldn't want to be a role model just because I know maybe how maybe that life affects maybe a kid who's just looking up to me and sort of their perceptions about how to do certain things, you know. So, and if I know deep down that I'm portraying the right characteristics and doing the right things, I think definitely. But if not, say, nah. Oh, man. Uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Mr. Mr. Dan. Yeah, I think... Um... I think for me personally, I'd also, I think I agree with like a lot of what Tawanda said. I'd want to be a role model. Um, I think just because like you, you worked so hard uh, to get to that level, you know what it feels like and what it, what it took to get there. And you just want to inspire other people to get there because obviously to get to that level, there has to be, have some level of passion to get there. Like you're not going to work that hard just for a job that you don't really love. Like there has to be passion um, and you'd want to inspire others to do that. And I think also, like, um, with what Ryan was saying, like, uh, when people be looking at you on and off the field and in your life, I think to an extent, it gives you that accountability to be a person of good character. Like, obviously, everyone wants to be a person of good character, but when you're living and people are watching you, it gives you that accountability and push you need to really, like, live it in all areas of your life. And to an extent, if I got to that level, like, I would kind of appreciate that accountability that, Yes, there's, you, you make mistakes, we're human, but you have that push, that, that extra drive to say like, okay, I want to be better so that other people can be better. Um, and I think that would be like, like to understand, it's a selfless thing um, because you're sacrificing your um, ability to make mistakes, if that makes sense. But it's also a good thing for you because it pushes you to be a better person. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and also just being an influence, you know, being a person where you can contribute to society and be that shining light in the dark space. Tino, I would want it. I would want to do it, but only if I'm in a position where it's natural. Because the guys that disappoint us the most are the guys that are sort of projecting and portraying a version of themselves that is far from who they truly are. So if it's not natural, if it's not organic, then, you know, the probability of you letting everyone down, it's it's astronomical because, you know, you're not being yourself. And it gets tiring and it wears you down. So eventually that's when people get shocked to like, oh my days, I didn't realize that this is who this person really is. So I think, you know, if you're going to do it, yeah, it has to be like sort of a natural thing and it has to be organic. You can't be, you know, putting on a facade or a masquerade and pretending to be someone who you're not. It has to be you burying your heart on your sleeves and letting, you know, your audience or everyone that you have a rapport with see you as you truly are. And then they choose if they want you to be a role model. I think that's the only situation I could ever fathom myself being a role model. And I like that answer, bro. I think sometimes we realize that when the going is tough, there are only a few people that are around you and those are funny, there are only a few people that will support you and will go through the continuity. And sometimes, you know, most of these people go through these things alone. They've got no one. 
And yeah, I think just for my answer that, yeah, of course, I would, I would love to be um, in that position, you know, just being someone that they can really look up to and say, wow, uh, I, I want to be like this guy. I want to be how he handles himself, how he um, does things on and off the pitch, you know, someone that people can say that, yes, um, he's a positive influence on the society, you know, he's a guy that we can all relate to in, in a way. So yeah, of course, I'd love to do it. And without compromising um, anything about myself, just being authentic, you know, just being myself, like what Tina said, you know, I think that's the most important thing in this life that you have to be yourself, you know, this trying to be something that you're not, you always, you get tired and eventually true colors will always show them out. So I think it's just important that um, to those, who are already role models. Um, but yeah, be a positive influence. Be someone that people can say, yes, I want my son, my my daughter to look up to. This is the guy that, yes, he's the guy that I want my son to really model his game or just his life on, be that positive guy. But yeah, um, just that's about it, about the topic. Just a quick round fire, you know, also come to the end of the Premier League season or just football in general. But yeah, the international competitions are coming up shortly and I'm really excited. They're going to be fire. So again, there's an open question to anyone wants to take it, but like, no, 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 let me just go one by one. One word answer. Tawanda, who's going to win the Euros? And do the fight. Who's going to win the Euros? Best player and top goal scorer. Spain. Um, best player. Mm. Law. Man said Spain, you know. <laughs> it we, got <laughs> we, we, we got Laporte. We got we got Laporte and Ramos. We we got clean sheets forever, bro. I don't, I don't care what y'all are saying. Man said Spain. I support Spain, Spain but <laughs> uh, man, I'm gonna get flipped. You're gonna get stacked. <laughs> Nah, I'm telling you, after after all of the group, after all of the group of dead drama and the teams are the easiest groups going through, I'm telling you, it's gonna come clutch. Spain, Spain has a good chance. But yeah, that's, when you said best player there, yeah, MVP, I MVP. I think CR7 has got a vengeance. He's, he's on a he's on a revenge path after how you they have done him dirty so far this season. And uh, yeah, and then top goal scorer. It'll go to who's really big. Yeah, some killers, bro. I'm trying to think. Um, I wouldn't know who's top goal scorer. Tino can take over. Yeah, Tino, what you saying, bro? There's a thin line between optimism and delusion. And Ah, Tawanda often treads it with the tightrope. Hey, hey. <laughs> I think we should change his name to Deluded Mads, you know. Hey, hey But yeah, I, I think the winners are going to be Portugal or France. Um, I just think this Portugal team, it's been, they've been chopping and changing the core quite a bit, but I think they finally have a really strong unit. Oh, you asked one would answer, so I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going a bit too much into that. So no, my answer is Portugal. Um, I think top goal scorer is going to be either Cristiano or Harry Kane. 
Jose Bota have something to do, but it's definitely going to be a penalty taker. That's 100%. Bruno Fernandes, what step up. Well, that's all Griezmann. It's Cristiano. That's why the man only has two international goals. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, man. And like Bruno. Nah, I feel that, bro. Um, what was your third question? MVP, yeah. of the tournament. Yeah. It's going to be, it's always going to be a big name. It's always going to be a big name. It'll be someone from France, Portugal, one of these big countries. It's never, no matter how well someone like Ericsson or Sigurdsson or, you know, Zlatan in previous years plays, it never goes to a player from a smaller country. So it's going to be someone from a big country. Modric. I was about to say that Croatia in general is a dark horse. But Croatia have got all players, though. That's how I'm, the vibes I'm getting, bro. Because I mean, it's one tour. I mean, if JQ went to play for Croatia, he'd be one of the youngest of in the starting 11. Wow. Those looks are pretty old. On camera, you know. Violation <laughs> FC. Yo. <laughs> and, nah, but you, you got that one in. I'll give you a clap, bro. Hold on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah, Croatia, you can say dark horses, yeah. I feel like the, the, the midfield's a bit, it might just cost them because of the legs. Uh, international tournaments, you need energy. And, yeah. Um, but Ryan, well, what are you saying, bro? Where are your thoughts heading? Uh, definitely, uh, probably go with France for the win. And, uh, Mbappe ripping it up that side, so definitely taking that top goal scorer, and you know probably even just taking the play of the tournament too. Who knows? But that's what mm. I'm saying. Oh, interesting one. Interesting one, Dan. Uh, I'm I'm Portugal. I think they're gonna win. Um, then I think MVP will probably be uh, Mbappe. Then top goal scorer, I'm going. Uh, Benzema or Lewandowski, because now that Benzema's back. King Don Kareem. King Benzi. Ah, it's gonna be <laughs> that summer's gonna be lit. Imagine if Benzema wins the Euros. Ah, I can't wait for his videos, man. They're gonna pop. Yeah, they're gonna be off. I'm gonna ah, I'm gonna be post notifications on his Instagram. Guaranteed. It's gonna be pop. But I, I'm I'm curious to see how the Ferrari and Go Kart thing works, you know. <laughs> With those two there, I'm actually very curious. Not gonna lie, it's gonna be entertaining. Get some popcorn out, enjoy the box office. For me, uh, it's a tough one. I'm not gonna lie. I think I would like to say um, Germany, but I think they're they're not they're not it. They're not at that level. So sorry, no, 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 wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. I, I said was being I would, pulled off with delusion, and you picked Germany. I said I would like to say. Keyword I would like to say. I don't say they were gonna win. You see, there's a difference. There's a difference. Okay. You just you're just hiding your delusion, but it's okay. Now we know you always talk, I told you I'm gonna start calling you D B bad, you know. Not D B. Next, next thing you bad. know you're going to say, ah nah, I'm joking. I actually think Italy will win it. Watch. I mean I mean Italy are dark horses, bro. Okay. Well, let's not let's not write them off. Let's really not write them off. They are dark horses. But I think I'll probably say I think France are just too OP, man. I think my France is going to go deep, but they they won't win. They'll Ooh. go deeper, but I don't think it's... It, 
Yeah, I think Italy because I think Jorginho is gonna he's gonna be giving Cristiano three balls. <laughs> you know the vibes. Man, they really said he's gonna be giving Cristiano three balls. But I think yeah, um, prior to then, I think for me, I probably I think it's hard to overlook France. I think France will definitely take it. The team is a bit too OP. Um, MVP. I'm probably going to say maybe between um, Ronaldo and maybe Mbappe. Um, yeah, I think between those two. And then goals, top goals, but uh, you can't look past the, the two gunmen. I think Lewandowski and, and Harry Kane will definitely be fine for that one. Uh, Dan, you want to add something there? Uh, I'm just waiting for England to get knocked out in the semis by Diet doing something stupid because he'll be playing for some reason. <laughs> That's definitely going to happen. I swear England are going to do something stupid, bro. They're definitely going to do something stupid. So, and I mean, they've got a good team, but again, uh, I don't know if Southgate really going to pick the, the correct team, you know, the team that will win. Fans will be playing Walker and Dyer in his defense, bro. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, yeah, it's pretty interesting to see how, mm. how that one will go. Actually, I want to change mine on the MVP. Let me let me throw in a wild card. Let me throw in a wild card. Probably people are gonna disagree with me. But I'm gonna say Kante. I think I'll go with Kante. Yeah. I think Kante will be very crucial to them. So But no one can hate on Kante. That's the one. So like no one's gonna disagree. I mean yeah, just, bro. but I, I don't like literally, like Tino, dude, Tino pointed this out though. It's like like these hard workers, like they won't okay, no, you said like the small small country players, but like the hard workers also, you know, they don't get the respect. I mean, it was only now that Modric got a reward, and I think it was an unfair one because they were just like trying to prioritize like the work that Modric put in. But yeah, like it's it's very rare that you know players who put in grit like that. I think we need to have like a goal and a few assists for him to be in the shelf. I definitely feel that. Yeah, I think midfielders never get the respect that they deserve. Um, personally, I think, of course, this is a story for another day. I think Modric is going to be bad that year. But again, that's a story for another day. And that does conclude our show today. Uh, did an amazing job. We're so happy to have you guys here. You know, it's always a pleasure to have guests on and just really getting different opinions from ours. So I'd just like to say thank you to you guys for hopping on. Bless, man. Yeah. yeah, guys, that does conclude our show for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this discussion that we've had. Please remember to give us a follow on Instagram and on our Twitter as well. We're always active there. You can DM us, we can ask us questions. We're always active on all platforms. Discord as well, ladies and um, people. We are always there as well. Discord is always popping. We do watch alongs there. Just for any sport, really, um, F1, football, basketball, maybe we might start. We don't know. We haven't decided on the basketball element, but yeah, we're doing that as well. So yeah, um, make sure you follow us there. But yeah, until then, guys, um, stay safe, keep it too far, and yeah, have a nice, and we'll see y'all in a bit.